0: Seattle, Seattle, and you need to buy yourself a home. We'll be right there for you. Because we're the relatives that you can trust. So go to Rod and it down. Now, here's those boyhood friends. Ron and Dave. I mean, Ron and Delbert. I'm just kidding. Here's
1: Ronna and Donna. <laughs> hey,
0: you guys. What's going on? It's episode number 195 now of The Ronna Don Show. What is up, Ron and Don Nation? Hey, don't forget, if you want to reach out to us, uh, this is how you do it, right? Yeah, just
1: email me, ron at windermere.com. We have a buyer's guide and a seller's guide we're giving out for free right now. If you're thinking, I'm going to make a real estate-related move in 2021, maybe you're moving, you're downsizing, you're right-sizing, rattling around in a big house, email me. I'll get you that free guide. We can set up a time to talk on a Zoom call. Yeah.
0: Hey, coming up on the Ron and Don Show, we're going to talk about what we can all expect in the second year Of the pandemic And also we gotta talk about the vibes Cause I've been sending out good vibes to people Ron has written something about the vibes uh, That he's gonna read to you And also we have some controversy About the vibes Before we get to that though, let's get to this We always say le choix doing the right thing since 1952. I have a Les Schwab story because, in fact, I had to go into a store today. Before I do that, though, Les Schwab is doing something really important. They're doing it with, with our friends uh, David Rose over at Q13. Uh, so make sure, you guys, if you're looking to do something for somebody else's holiday season, it is so simple to do what I did today, and just walk into Les Schwab store.
1: Yeah, we are running out of time because they still need time to sort all these toys for kids. So this is the week. Go in, buy something at your local Store a toy for a child, uh, anywhere from an infant all the way up to high school aged. Take that into a Les Schwab. They, you don't even have to get out of your car, they'll come out and get it. Uh, that we're running up against the deadline because, like I said, they have to sort that, keep the toys here in our own communities, find the families that need these toys and distribute them. So, time is of the essence. Buy that toy, take it to a Les Schwab because we're not having any live events this year for obvious reasons. Yeah.
0: I get motivated when I see pictures. And what you're not going to see is pictures of children that are standing in line for a toy. You're not. What we do see right now all over America and in some places all over the world is people standing in line for food. Uh, 25% of U.S. homes right now have food insecurity going into the holidays. Uh, We know in the other Washington, they're trying to do some things to get people through this pandemic and into 2021. Cause to me, it's not a political issue it's, for some people. It's a life and death issue. So think about this in your mind's eye, think about a toy. And I love my old colleague, Dave Ross at, at Cairo. He used to say this uh, when we did something every year, when we race uh, uh, toys for tots and we did holiday magic, he said, and I'll never forget this to you guys. He said, what a toy is, is it's a powerful symbol. It's a powerful symbol to a child that you have not been forgotten. Think about the three wise men, who I like to call the three wise guys. Right? Whether Jesus was a liar, or a lunatic, or exactly who he said he was, we all celebrate that biblical story, or at least a lot of us do. And what they were doing with gold, frankincense, and myrrh is they were just showing up. They were showing up with a symbol for, for in this sense, the Christ child, right? And they were following this light and the star. And I love that story. I love the story. And what we're asking you to do is be one of the three wise guys uh, to show up with a toy, to show up for a child. And you're not going to see these children standing in line because kids don't do that. But we want to make sure, and this is what I did today in my own mind, is I just pictured the people that were standing in line for food because there are lots of pictures of people standing in line or sitting in cars waiting for COVID tests and food. Well, if you can't afford food, the question would be, then can you afford a toy for a child? And
1: I'm going to go out on a limb right now and say, don't bring any myrrh. Don't do what? Don't bring any myrrh or frankincense. <laughs> bring bring an, an unwrapped new toy yeah. in, its, in its original wrapping.
0: We've done this a lot. A lot of times people forget babies and uh, and they forget teenagers, right? And whenever we talk to Ed Troyer, Pierce County Sheriff's Department, uh, congratulations to Sheriff Troyer, our yeah. sheriff in Pierce County, Uh, And then whenever we talk to Rich and all the guys at Les Schwab, a lot of times it's that 14, 15, 16-year-old boy and girl that are forgotten, and let's not forget them when you're out toy shopping and you're like, you know what, I'm going to stop by one of these 85 locations and drop off symbol this year
1: yeah because it is real fun to buy the play-doh or buy a lego kit or buy something for like that six to seven eight year old kid because that's the thing that sticks out to you on the aisle but if you think about the little kids and you think about the older kids uh all of them um do need a toy and and i just i just think about uh the embarrassment i, I remember my my brother had a foster kid had two foster kids Uh, the year after uh, we went through Hurricane Katrina, and I was living with him Mm. over the holiday season. And I remember both of these foster kids expected a used toy. So in their mind, the way this was going to roll was that my my brother and sister-in-law, that their quote-unquote real kid would get a real gift Mm. and that they would get like a goodwill style or a hand-me-down gift. And so that broke my heart to think, wow, they've just, this has happened so many times for them now that they're teenagers that they're expecting, like that's mm. what they expect. And so when they got a, a quote unquote real gift too, um, that was a really big deal to them that they felt included that year where it's like, no, you're not going to get a used gift or a hand-me-down gift. You get to open that, you know, plastic shell case, just like the rest of us and cut your finger. Yeah. So uh, that was, it was really important to them. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, my friend Colby, uh, volunteers at the local food bank and I've been lucky enough to go along with him, uh, in food banks right now, you guys, they need food. So whether we do this through Les Schwab, whether you do this for toys with tots down in Pierce County or that Troyer, uh, whatever it is, they need our support. Remember that toy is a symbol to a child that you have not been forgotten. Mm-hmm. And you may never meet that child, but it could have a dramatic impact on you. I remember six years old, a whirly bird, when Santa brought me a whirly bird, And that was that helicopter that flew around and around and around and around. And then you'd have to develop some skill because you'd have to land the bird on a burning building. And you had this basket you would bring down. I pretended I was Gage and Soto from Squad
1: Fifty One. Fly a helicopter? They
0: didn't, but I didn't have a, a Squad Fifty One, so I had to fly this helicopter. I pretended like I was Gage and a Soto, and then I was down there, and the guys on the ground were the guys from One Adam Twelve, and so I had. Uh, army men down there too that were crawling around the building did you did did you ever mix themes with with with, with all your your, your kid have. toys and i bring in tonka trucks that were oversized and 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 didn't fit the format i didn't care because i had crawling army men that I got in the mail because you get the bazooka comic books and then you order the comics and you order the army men and you don't know they're flat and they lay on the ground. You can't stand them up. The the bazookas, you can So I have that going on. Squad 51, the Whirly the, the Tonka. Uh,
1: I mean... I had this tractor that would go around a track and it would move stuff around the job site. But then I, <laughs> that would be, I also had the $6 million man doll. And then like, it was like the, there was a Sasquatch $6 million man yeah. co-star action figure. Yeah. And so the $6 million man doll, you could roll up his skin on his arm and take the that's robotics so, out. That's so cool. And so I had these two and then the $6 million man could pick up the tractor. Yeah. he was bigger. Than the tractor was, yeah. and so there was yeah, there was a whole mix and match uh situation happening, yeah, and
0: then there's g i Joe's and my g i Joe's would get together at Barbie, my sister's Barbie's, and we're not going to talk about what happened there, but but things were not anatomically correct, and even if they were, I didn't know quite what was going on then, and even when I did, and I would have g i Joe meet Barbie. Uh, I found out years later that all the advice my friend Tommy Bennett gave me was was absolutely wrong. Where's Ken? What's that? Ken's not defending his gal? You know what? When G.I. Joe was around with the Kung Fu grip, uh, Barbie is not interested in Ken. Uh, She is interested in G.I. Joe. And he wasn't afraid to jump in the beach cruiser and take Barbie around, if you know what I'm saying. Anyway, see those memories? As we're talking about Whirlybirds and G.I. Joe and Barbie, you have all those, too. We want to make sure that kids that are five, six, seven years old, that are in a rough place this holiday season. Or
1: 13, 14, 15 yeah, years
0: old. By, by no fault of their own, that they have those memories, too, that we just relived with you. All right? Stop by Les Schwab Tire Center, 85 locations to serve you, and we are live from the Les Schwab Studios. And I'll lastly say... I had a double blowout today when I was over in Bellevue, so I must have run over the same thing twice. Have you ever done that? So it was my it was my driver's side front tire, back tire, ba boom, ba boom. I went through a construction site, and uh, I picked up well, I didn't pick up anything. It must have been embedded in the ground. I blew out two tires. I stopped by a Leshwab tire center. I just walked in. They brought me up on the computer. Uh, they said, Don, go ahead and have a seat.
1: Get out! <laughs> Don, get out.
0: <laughs> they let me bring my dog into the store, which is really cool. And then uh they fixed everything. I I didn't tell them that I was Don of the Ron and Don or that we do commercials for them. And I pulled out my wallet and uh and she said, What are you doing? And I said, Well, that 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 was a lot of work you because I was over there for a couple hours. She said, a lot of work you guys and she just looked at me and uh, she said mr o'neill she said uh merry christmas happy new year happy holidays have a great day and where's your mask put your wallet away what's that where's your mask <laughs> hey we're live from the Les Schwab studios coming back what can we expect in 2021 i know this we can expect good vibes from ron uh, but we have some controversy about the vibes so we'll talk about that because Ron's teaching us about vibes you guys and then also uh, some new a new article out about what we're gonna face here as uh, we head into January of 2021 and along with that, did you know did you know the vaccine that many of us will take was here in January of 2020 and it's been around the whole time. So why haven't we used it? We'll talk about that on the other side of this. Hey, you guys, this is kind of crazy because a lot of us aren't traveling, but we're still traveling, right? Maybe you're not jumping on a jet heading to grandmother's house, but maybe you're jumping in your rig and you just want to go up Snoqualmie Pass and do some skiing, do some snowshoeing. Maybe you want to head up to Rainier and yeah, socially distance and go for a walk and get outside. Yeah, that's why Les Schwab is here to serve you. Stop by Les Schwab Tire Center because winter driving season is happening right now.
1: Yeah, and it can get tricky. All the rain, the sleet, the snow, it's dark all the time. It can have a big impact on the way you drive. So the team at Les Schwab will show you how the tread and the rubber on winter tires is specially designed for traction on packed snow and ice. They can also help you decide between studded tires, studless winter tires, and a set of quick-fit chains. So they'll give you a bunch of driving tips at Les Schwab, and I'll tell you Just go in right now. You can get the free help with all the winter tires, the pre-trip safety check for your battery, brakes, tread, and more. Schedule an appointment online at leschwab.com, or you can just stop by. That's Les Schwab. Doing the right thing matters. I don't think we'd have this house if it hadn't been for Ron and Don. If you find yourself dreaming about a new home, go from just a dream to the dream team. Schedule your time at RonAndDonSitDown.com. This house popped
0: up. As soon as we saw it, Ron and Don were here.
1: (laughs) Don came with Ron. He was incredibly well-prepared. There were houses we were interested in. They would go and preview
0: them if we wanted. One time, Ron went and then FaceTimed us as he walked through several houses for us so that we wouldn't have to come over and waste the trip.
1: I was surprised how quickly, especially after meeting with Don, how quickly they kind of zeroed into what I was looking for, and I don't think we would have like found this house or been as successful with another realtor or doing it without. A, I can't imagine doing it without a realtor.
0: I was just um, so impressed with their professionalism, their competence, their responsiveness, their respectfulness of our process.
1: Ron basically did a check for the areas that I said I was interested in buying. He gave us a whole list of uh, properties that were available. He came with us Sunday morning and we looked at probably five different places. It was a very smooth process.
0: I think that they definitely brought their heart and soul. They did a great job. The market was super hot. We were just such beginners that we didn't know that we would be able to compete. We got so lucky. I don't think we could have gotten this house without
1: Ron and Don. Don't forget, when you're ready to sit down and start your real estate journey, schedule your time with the guys at ronanddonsitdown.com.
0: Thanks for listening to The Ron and Don Show. Please hit subscribe. All right, you guys, it's The uh, Ron and Don Show rolling on episode 195. And uh, you just heard a lot of our clients uh, that were part that were part of Ron and Don Real Estate this year. We are licensed brokers at Windermere. uh, And if you want to do, for instance, what Laura Miller did, all you have to do is reach out to us and ask for one of the buyer or seller's books. You got to do your homework before we sit down with you guys, right? And we've written this book just for you. It's 26 pages. It takes about twenty six minutes to read because we're both blind. And so the letters in the book are probably about three inches. It's more stacked. like a picture
1: book like What's you did in, in kindergarten.
0: It's more of a pamphlet, you guys. We call it a book because we don't sound like big shots, but Ron and Don have written a pamphlet. How about that?
1: Just email me, Ron at windermere.com. I'll send it out for you. Just tell me if you want the buyer or the seller guy. Yeah.
0: New information 2021. As we're recording this, uh, we're heading towards three hundred thousand people have passed away. Uh Tracy Taylor. Uh, from our old radio station, and announced that one of the basically the matriarch of her family has passed away d- due to COVID. And so, Tracy, we send you love. Uh, we send you grace. Uh, we send you peace. Um, and she wrote something that was very beautiful on her Facebook page. If you don't know Tr- Tracy, uh, she's on television here locally, and then also she works at Cairo an uh, afternoon dr- drive and does a great job now for that afternoon team still. Uh, as their traffic reporter. So so we send her lots of healing power uh, this holiday season. They say now, as we head into 2021, that possibly half a million Americans will pass from COVID-19. We also learned that one, just one of the vaccines had actually been created due to SARS and some SARS research. In fact, there's a lot of vaccines that are sitting on shelves just in case a particular type of pandemic breaks out. Why wasn't this vaccine used? Because it wasn't tested yet. And at the end of the day, we've now seen Canada make a move today as we're recording and saying, hey, uh, these vaccines that we are seeing from Pfizer, we're going to go ahead and, and okay those. The one from Moderna, we're going to okay those. There's one overseas with Oxford, uh, and that particular one doesn't need to be refrigerated. So I think we'll see that in a lot of parts of the world where they don't have refrigeration. Here in the States, uh, they're building refrigerator boxes uh, as we speak. What do you say to people, Ron, that say, hey, if you had the vaccine in January of 2020, uh, they are saying now that COVID-19 was a, here a year ago in December now, and we always thought it was here February, March of this year. They're saying it was here last year. Uh, what do you say to people that say, hey, if you ha- have the vaccine, who cares if you didn't test it? You should have used it. And chances are, places like China and Russia, they've probably been using a vaccine in some places, uh, possibly all along. So I,
1: I, don't, I don't say anything to that mentality because I think that it's it's it doesn't it has zero understanding of how science works, how you do these testings. Uh, I think that the more important thing to me is that Britain has now rolled this out. Um, we're seeing the lovely 91 year old woman was the first woman because they're doing it by age first, uh, to get the, the needle in her arm. Uh, the second guy is literally 84 years old. His name's William Shakespeare. Oh, really? And so Bill was the second guy to get, uh, the vaccine. So that's been interesting to see. Uh, the other headline there that was really, uh, telling to me is that, uh, they went, to um, pfizer went to the u.s government and said hey back in june this thing is showing promise uh, let's get our orders in for the United States. And they said, we'll, we'll set aside a hundred million doses, uh, for the United States. Would you like another, would you like to double down on that order? And the United States government passed on that. And so therefore those orders were scooped up by other countries. Now they're trying to roll that back, but they can't because it's been confirmed by the head of Pfizer. So this is a, the situation is very encouraging to me. Can
0: I, can I jump in and ask a sure. question first? Because the, the president this week signed an executive order saying America first. Is that why you signed this executive order? Because yeah, he's trying to hang on late.
1: To- Oh, really? <laughs> so they already committed the order. The F- Pfizer went to the United States first and said, because uh, you remember the United States backed out of the unilateral deal. They said America first on the, in, on the in, vaccine. That's right. On, in the world. Yep. Pfizer creates the vaccine, mm-hmm. gives the U.S. first dibs, and they passed. Mm-hmm. So um, sorry, mm-hmm. you can't then now try to sequester it because you got bad press. Yeah. Because um, many of these, and I don't know specifically on Pfizer, you have to take two doses uh, over a 21-day period, so you take a dose on day tw- on day one, and then on day 21 you take a second dose. And so, when you have 100 million, obviously you cut that in half. If you're you know talking about how many people can actually be administered the dosage, the United States also has a different way we're doing the distribution. Uh, England, as I just said, is going by age, so the 91-year-olds get it first. In the United States, they're o- overlaying age with other categories like frontline workers. Uh, and like doctors and nurses and firefighters. I I would just like to step a little bit of a tangential lane here for one minute because hopefully we have some folks that are either working in the medical profession or you have a family member or a loved one or a good friend that works there and just to give them extra support. There was a phenomenal photo essay today in the New York Times uh, it's on my Facebook page if you want to find it. It's the year in review, and they go chronologically through the months. And so it starts off, picture number one is New Year's Eve. I believe it's either in Times Square or in Tokyo. Packed people celebrating, embracing. You see people kissing each other as it it counts down to a new year in 2020. Mm -hmm. Everyone was optimistic. As you go through the year chronologically, it's just stunning to see the things that roll through it. But the 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 a couple of the images that really have stuck with me all day as I spent takes about half an hour to go through this gallery. If you're really sort of paying attention and you read all the captions, is these healthcare workers have had it uh the amount of work and you look at the beginning stages was just a, a mask and some gloves like you're at the dentist uh and then you'll roll through a couple more weeks as the chronology goes by and now it's the white looks like a painter suit and then you have face shields and then you just see more and more PPE coming on because these people are literally putting their lives on the line to care for other folks and i hadn't seen pictures of real patients that were really affected in their beds. And and these workers, that would have to take a 250, 300-pound man, roll him over onto his stomach so that they weren't drowning, basically, when their lungs were filling up. And so you see these images when you go through there. If you know a health worker or a doctor, or even I saw a message from a woman that works in a testing lab. She's like, I cannot go through more tests than I'm going through every day. I'm processing the test as quickly as I can. I know that you drove up in some drive-through because you want to go to Hawaii and you want that test back same day. Uh, We are deluged with tests. Somebody has to take that sample out of the, the Q-tip swab and put it in the machine and clean it between each test to get these tests processed. So everybody in that sector, I think, is doing heroic work. They're not getting thanked enough. Mm. There's a lot of fatigue. We've seen people now in recent news that are just resigning from high-profile positions and doctors are shutting down their office. Mayors of uh, like major cities like Seattle are just saying, I'm out. I'm out. That Jenny, Durkin's Jenny Durkin's Durkin said, I'm out. It's like, She's out. It, there's too much to deal with. I've got social issues, health issues, economic issues, business issues, all of which I didn't cause, but people are looking to me to solve housing crisis, drug addiction crisis. All of this is being, uh, you know, pronounced in the city. I don't blame her. Who would want that job? Who's going to step in the the superintendent of schools, Seattle schools. I'm out. Like you could say, oh, what a coward. You know, you went through a really tough year and you're out. Yeah. Cause she has thousands of teachers and, and thousands of parents yelling at her every day to like teach my kid and make it easier on me. And what are you doing? So she's fine. Yeah. I'm out. I'm just, so you have these high profile people doctors, politicians, school administrators, teachers that are at their breaking point. And meanwhile, we just totally. So I'm going to Thanksgiving. Uh, here I go. I don't care if it spreads and then it spread exactly like everyone predicted. And you put more strain on the, on the system. And so this, this, uh, sorry to get on a soapbox for a minute. So this, the, the implementation of the, uh, vaccine cannot go quick enough for me, but it does need to go in an orderly way. Um, we didn't do our best again as a country and people are going to die as a result.
0: Yeah. I, I walked into uh, a market the other day to just buy some lunch for myself and my son and standing at the lunch counter was my son's principal. And I thought it was her through the mask. And I just, and I, and I'm, I'm just going to call her Mary. It's not her name. And I'm like, Mary, is that you? And she said, yeah, uh, Don, she said, how, how is how is, how is G force doing? So we had to talk about that. And then, and then I told her, I said, hey, I just really, and I mentioned his teacher uh, and how he does all these after. He stays online for hours when school's over just to help kids. He just stays online. He just, as they're doing their homework, because a lot of them were struggling to do it, including him. He just stays online. He helps them write their papers. He helps them figure out their math. Uh, some of the things he's not even assigned to that other specialists are. He just stays online for hours with with these kids, and my son is one of them, uh, and I have great appreciation. So I told her uh, he's been a, a teacher at my son's school for thirty years. He's legendary, and I told her what a great job that he was doing, and what a great job all the teachers were doing. And she just and she appreciated that. And and I said the education system is, uh, overall, and I said you guys are doing a wonderful, wonderful job. And she just looked at me and she said, "No, I am not." She said, we are failing our kids right now. The principal of one of the most incredible elementary schools uh, in the country, let alone here in Seattle, one of the best um, elementary schools. That's why I live where I live, so my son can go to this, this public school. And she just said she gets pummeled. Just gets pummeled by parents every day. Picture that healthcare care worker. Picture that principal, that teacher, put your mask on, implore you, stay home at Christmas. Don't kill the matriarch or the patriarch or your family. This is not political. This is life and death. See you on the other side of this.
1: Today's show is made possible by your friends, Ron and Don. Licensed Realtors with Windermere Midtown. When you're ready to sit down and strategize about your real estate journey, schedule your time with the guys at ronanddonsitdown.com. All
0: right, you guys, final segment of the Ron and Don Show, episode number 195. Before we get out of here, we're going to send everybody uh, good vibes. I wrote something down uh, this week that Ron shared with me and shared with us uh, on one of our episodes last week about vibes and good vibes. And the reason I want to talk about vibes is everywhere I go, uh, like you can get a Starbucks card right now that, that talks about good vibes at Starbucks. And I'm like, everybody's talking about the vibes. What's going on with the vibes. And I asked you about this and I was kind of being light and, and fun and just say, I, I, I didn't know there was an underlying cause or teaching. And I wrote this down and I've been practicing this this week. And Ron's going to share with us what all this means in a moment. But when I'm having a hard time with a person, when I'm having a hard time with either a family member or a friend or a neighbor or a coworker, um,
1: and believe me, Donna has hard times with a <laughs> lot of people. The list is long.
0: Yeah, and even, even even a friend, or or I start those reels start going off in your mind, and you start thinking about past relationships that you've had, either either friendships, romantic relationships. Uh, Whatever that is, even people now that have passed away. And and Ron taught me last week to say this, to stop and say this. May you be happy. May you not suffer. May you be safe. And may you not be an a-hole, which I thought this is, wait, it doesn't say that. May you be, oh, may you be at peace, which is kind of not being an a-hole. Anyway, I've been practicing this this week. And this has worked out great, but I did get some pushback. Somebody reached out to me and they said, hey, Ron was talking about the positive vibes. I agree with everything he said about the positive vibes. But then he said, then he said that he sends people negative vibes. And the person that I talked to said, it it, it, it seems to be counterintuitive to be sending out positive vibes. And then, boom, sending someone negative vibes so like, That's more like witchcraft, and is he worshiping Beelzebub and Satan? So I just want to ask you, are you worshiping Beelzebub and Satan? Can you really send out negative vibes? And what are you doing sending out negative vibes when you have the opportunity in that moment to send out positive vibes? I didn't send out any negative vibes this week, only positive. Cause I think negative vibes would probably take me down a rabbit hole that wouldn't be peaceful. And then it would, I, I, I think maybe it is counterintuitive.
1: That's, that's a fair critique. I, I shouldn't have sent out the negative vibes. You okay. So I, I was, I was doing it in to protect one of our clients yeah. because someone else was not being professional, but in, in the better me should have sent positive vibes to that person to do a better job. Okay. But instead I did check them with some negative vibes. but I got a good result for our client, So it's, it's mixed. <laughs> so that's a fair critique.
0: <laughs> anyway, you've written something about the vibes. Where can people uh, uh, find this? Cause it's, it's on
1: my Facebook right now. I think you'll put a link up. We, we put it, I put it on our uh, Ron and Don radio blog. So let me just read this, and then we'll get to your critique. To see if this, because I've gotten, well, let me say what I've gotten after okay. putting this out there. Because people, this is this is striking a nerve with a lot of folks. This is is sending lie. positive vibes the same as sending thoughts and prayers?
0: Wait, starting wait,
1: wait, start on what? Is sending positive vibes the same thing as sending thoughts and prayers? Uh, and I put a warning on this. This uh, this post is way out there on the woo-woo scale. All right, I grew up going to church a lot, multiple times a week. We did a lot of singing, a lot of sermon listening, and a lot of prayer circles. The church I attended used prayer as a way to ask God for something you wanted. For example, a new job or a positive result in a medical circumstance. We would gather in a prayer circle, pray for the positive result in our own life or the life of someone we cared about. After the prayer, we would all wait to see what happened and report back to the group the following week. I no longer uh, go to church multiple times a week, and I long, no longer pray in the way I just described, but I still have the desire to connect spiritually with other people. I still desire to have positive outcomes for people I care about. My spiritual journey has evolved into believing more in the energy you put out and the energy you take in. It's clear to me that we can pick up on the energy of others. You can tell when your friend or a loved one is angry with you or happy with you. They don't even need to say a word. A few years ago, there was a big backlash in the culture about thoughts and prayers. If you just do a web search for thoughts and prayers controversy, you will get hundreds of articles from like Time and CNN all over the map. That's when I started searching for a way to express more clearly what my intention was. What if I prayed for someone that's a different religion? That seemed like it could backfire on me. <laughs> what about the, now that the phrase itself has become politicized? I wanted something different in my vocabulary. I was excited to discover the concept of a meta prayer, M-E-T-T-A, meta. Uh, The way I understand it is that meta is focusing on the feelings of loving kindness. I practice this in the mornings. When I do a guided meditation, I simply bring a person to mind. You can do this right now with me if you've never done it. Conjure a person that you love and care about in your mind. Really, you know, picture them smiling or holding a cup of coffee or last time you saw them, what shirt they're wearing, like bring them into your mind's eye. Once you visualize this person on that little slideshow in your brain, recite these phrases with the intention of loving kindness towards that person. So if you have this person in your mind, just picture them. May you be happy. May you not suffer. May you be safe. May you be peaceful. Really point that at them. May you be happy. May you not suffer. May you be safe. May you be peaceful. You can add more phrases, but those are some of the four that I usually go to. I'll do that for a minute or two. Point it at someone specifically. Some days it feels hollow and unconnected, but sometimes I really connect with the feeling about that person. I really do want them to be happy. I really do wish that they will not suffer. As you practice the meta Prayer, you can point this intention at people you love, people that are challenging to you, and even back at yourself. One of the main reasons I like it so much is I don't have to wait for a result that I have no control over. Regardless of if that person I was thinking about is more happy or more peaceful, is besides the point. The exercise is really about me tapping into a way of thinking that outputs positive energy. It's impossible for me to be concentrating on loving kindness and also on negative emotions at the same time. When I then interact with people, all people, it's more likely that I will be putting these vibes into the world. The meta prayer has given me a way to put out positive energy into the system, regardless of the other person's beliefs. I can find no downside to it, and it has freed me from looking for some kind of outcome. The outcome is the practice itself. May you all be happy and not suffer.
0: It's good, man. I think we should leave it right there. And, And for people that stand in prayer circles, I've stood in a lot of them. I was a pastor for almost 10 years uh you've passed through I was younger. Um, those are powerful circles. And you're you're not you're not you're not taking that away, Ron, by sharing your truth. This is just your, your path and your journey. And and so I appreciate you uh you sharing that.
1: Yeah thanks. I mean it's this has worked for me. Uh the way my brain is wired, I would constantly be chasing results. So that's just how I, I live. So this, this practice has freed me up from looking for results. Yeah.
0: And and I hope we live in a world where, cause none of us have this figured out. And like my son, he prays to Jesus every night and it, it's something that he learned from his cousins. We had uh, a person in our family have a medical issue. He prayed to Jesus. And they're in great shape today. And so every day he asked to do that. So I do that with him. I pray in Jesus' name with him. And at the same time, I've taken what Ron has shared and I've used those tools this week. Because this is really a tool. And what it does is it shifts your mindset back to a place of gratitude.
1: So let me ask you, has it helped you at all? Because it it did start as a joke uh, last week's episode. Uh, I told
0: you did. we, 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 we have a meeting in the morning. Uh, we do a run it on sit down with ourselves. Uh, the first person you got to sit down with is each other every morning at seven 30. And we, we, something came up about someone and I started to say something negative, uh, about them. And this is a person that did something that really pissed me off and hurt me. Uh, and I was mad. And if I told you the story, you'd probably listen to it. And and again, it's my side of the story, not theirs. So I'll probably color the story in a certain way. That makes me more of a sympathetic character because the stories we tell ourselves about ourselves and then tell others are always a little bit skewed. Um, So I would probably share it in a way that makes me look like the hero. And you might say, yeah, you, you, you have a right to be angry or mad. And I think you do. I think it's good. I, I don't, I don't think we should take emotions and stuff those. I think we should let them out, but once they're out, then we got to move on. This helps you do that. This helps you move on because really, uh, when we hold anger and we hold bitterness and we hold judgment, and I'm always really careful about the people that say no judgment because they're the judgiest people I know, and I can be super judgmental, super judgmental. But super judgmental people sometimes are the funniest people you ever meet. Comedians, that's what they do. They look around and they, they're, they're judging all of us, right? And they're judging their families. And, and, and they have a particular viewpoint that's really funny until it's not funny. And then it's devastating, right? Howard Stern has a new book out. And he talks about going to therapy and how it's changed his life. But really in those early days of radio when he was so angry and so mad... And had such rage, he explains where the rage came from. And then it was time for the rage to go away. Uh, and now he's in a much more peaceful place at the age of 65. David Letterman, same thing. When you see those guys sit down on Netflix and talk to each other, it's a very, very powerful conversation to see these two men that have evolved. And a lot of times women evolve. And men, we don't. We devolve. Uh, women embrace evolution They'll embrace woo-woo stuff like this. And I don't think it's fair to call it woo-woo. It's a tool. It is a tool to get your mind back on track, your heart in the right place, to set your intention for the day, and then begin to move forward. And if you feel stuck in life, tools like this will uh, get you unstuck. So I think it's beautiful. It's awesome. I'm going to have it up on my Facebook page, Don O'Neill. Ron will have it up on his, Ron Upshaw. Uh, I'll give you the final saying on that, and then we'll get out of here.
1: That's thought we called this like four minutes ago.
0: <laughs> keep your head up, your shoulders back, and may you be at peace. We'll see you for episode 196 only on the Ron and Don Radio Network.
1: Hey, thanks for listening to the Ron and
0: Don Show. Now keep your head up and your shoulders back and find some black belt courage. Ah!
1: I'm not <laughs>